kia fam, it's Saray Cameron here with Q Theatre's Meet the Makers podcast series. This is a new podcast where I talk to the brilliant minds behind the plays at Q's 2018 Matchbox season. In this episode, I'm speaking with playwright Sam Brooks and actress Miriama McDowell about Sam's politically charged play, Burn Her. So this show is set on election night and it sees a small left-leaning party clinch one seat in Parliament. As deals are made, a crisis looms and Aria, played by Miriama, must decide what or who she is willing to sacrifice for her ambitions. Burn Her is on at Q Theatre from August 2nd to August 18th and you can buy tickets right now at qtheatre.co.nz. So let's hear from the writer and star at Miriama's home. Hello. Hi. So I'm here in Miriama McDowell's house in Kingsland, chilling with Sam Brooks and Miriama. Kilda. Hello. Yes. (laughs) Here we are. Um, And we're going to talk about Sam's play Burn Her, which is on at Q Theatre. I don't need to say the dates here because I'll do that in the intro. Great. At some time. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully. Very soon. Yeah. It also has Amelia Reynolds in it. I just want to shout out to Amelia Reynolds. Bestie. Bestie. Best actor in all She's time. amazing. Best friend. <laughs> She's amazing. I love her. She's the greatest. She is so good in the play, Sam. Have you oh. seen her do the acting in the play? Not yet. Oh, she's so no, good. So we'll come next week. Yeah, she yeah, yeah, she yeah, makes it seem like every line is her line, not your line. Oh, wow. You know she's one of those actors okay, nah, that you're like... No, no, no. None of this. <laughs> That's such a good, accurate description. Yeah, isn't yeah. that what you want as a writer to... No, no. No, no, no. It's Everyone all about me. Everyone must hear me through all your mouth. Yeah. yeah. like a weird... Like a weirdo. Like a weird fairy. Like a weird guardian play fairy. Yes, just when like... So I'm speaking through you. Oh my god! No, no, it's fine. That's so scary. It's, <laughs> it's fine. fine. Um, it's fine. I'll just have some notes for her. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> just some. Just two. Yeah, that's a few notes. Sound like me. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about Burn Her? Okay. Um, it's a play about politics. Um, so it's the night of the election. Um, and I'm a politician played by Miriam McDowell. Yeah. Um, has been elected one seat in Parliament. And on that very same night, an intern comes to her saying that her right-hand man has sexually assaulted him. And the show is about how she kind of handles that and how her, her like, second and command kind of tries to handle it as well. And shit just goes bad for them. Ooh. And things go bad. Like, And it's mostly kind of half about how we deal, I think, with sexual assault as friends of well friends or like people around the event and how about how we treat women who don't act in a perfect way or don't act in the expected way and how we kind of don't give women as much of a chance in these kind of high stakes situations as we would say how cool. men how cool something i found really amazing about this play is that watching tv Right, you get quite used to seeing American politics and British politics glamorized, mm. or just like it's all it's all dramatic and a bit sexy, and everyone's wearing suits and walking and talking at the same time. I feel like I haven't read or seen something that is New Zealand based in New Zealand that is about politics and dirty politicians or good politicians like that. Yeah. So, do, did you want to like 
bring that to people? Or? I just felt it was like a high stakes enough situation like that could trick people into seeing I'm a show about something that wasn't actually like a show oh, about okay. politics. Sure, 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 sure. So it's a way in yeah, to yeah, a different yeah, discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a way to make, I think, like a really difficult conversation into like a really mainstream like genre and a really mm. mainstream kind of thing. So, so mm. it makes, I think it makes people who like wouldn't normally see shows about like sexual assault, like, yeah, yeah. It like makes them like, I guess, feel kind of safe seeing a show like that. Um, I think it's a show about politics and I would not call it a political show though. It's about like trying to enlighten people from within like a really mainstream genre and a really mainstream kind of situation rather than trying like to break it from like the outside. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. It totally makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense to me. So So the... the backdrop is politics. Like that's the setting. Yes. Rather than the the subject. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like since I don't know anything about politics. It does not feel like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know yeah, absolutely I'm, nothing. I mean you must have done a lot of research. Yeah, yeah. I would be surprised, <laughs> yeah, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am surprised. Um have reading the play and working on the play now, yeah. Do you get that sense of this is kind of a different piece? Yeah, I yes, I think I do now that you say it. I mean, I think that you've written it really well, that it is really subversive, that, you know, you can be right inside the middle of it and not know that you're actually not talking about politics at all. So that's really, you know, that's clever. It feels like when you're inside it, it feels like you get on the train and then you just, go and you don't stop it's really funny as an actor because I keep going hey stop 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 shouldn't we be shouldn't we be really getting into every beat and figuring out what the tactic is here and what the um you know what the color is of this part of the scene but actually it's so well written that you honestly just get on a train and go um so it's it's that feeling where you feel like you should be working harder than you you actually have to work which is great that's a, that's really cool because it's leading towards something that's going to be. Uh, yeah, because it does, the words do the work. Mm, the actors okay. don't have to do the work, the words do the work. And, you know, when you're at drum school, you, you always hear that, like, um, get out of the way of the words, just don't get in the way of the words. And um, you don't get many opportunities to work on a play like that where the words are doing all the heavy lifting. Mm. <laughs> That's mean. Oh, yeah. That's a very nice thing to hear. Mm. I don't know how to respond to it. (laughs) Thank you. And you don't have to. Good. Great. (laughs) We'll cut that out. (laughs) No response. I feel like I just want to know more about what it's like to play with people who are powerful. Like, does it feel like playing really high status characters, writing really high status characters? Like, are there just different considerations? Or mm. can I speak to it, that? Yeah, I um, of course. I find it really hard to play high status characters, and it's always um, it's always a thing that I've been picked up on in my in my work, and I find it on the floor actually that um, my choice within the you know within the um, 
when I'm when I'm playing with another character and those stakes are really high in this play, I often take the lower mm. status, and so the director um, has to keep pulling me up on that and go, no, 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 you can't play the um, naughty kid in the principal's office. You have to take this moment and own it. So that's really good for principal. me. I am the principal. <laughs> I got voted in to be the principal. Um, I mean, you know, there's times when you, I guess I can choose that, but most of the time I have to keep reminding myself to sort of really ground my feet and and be the be the power in the room. When I was at um, clown school in France, he the um, Philippe Gollier he would always try and get me to be that person instead of the the little boy. Um, police officer that I wanted to be, you know, like the bumbling depot, police officer character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he one day he got out this big gong, a huge gong, like the size of a fridge, and he rolled it out and he gave me this huge baton, and he was like, "I want you to do Lady Macbeth's lines, and in between each line, I want you to smash this gong." And so I'd say a line, and then go. Say another line, boom, and I, you know, I understood afterwards. It was amazing. It was amazing, and I understood afterwards that that was about him trying to get me to like really play my power instead of playing my my clown. I'll get there, Sam. Don't worry. <laughs> Exciting. And, and you get to play opposite Bray. There's two Māori women in the room duking it out. Isn't right? that cool? Is that, I hope I'm not giving anything away. But no, no, you no. Know, she is in the show. So yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> she's doing a great job. She's just, yeah, she's just going for it. She's, she's amazing. Love her. I'm very excited about seeing her just say a lot of words very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> like she has, I think, like almost half of the things in the whole play. Did you write this play? Out of a response to Jacinda and Matidia, or did it? Has it been like in your brain for a while? Um. So I wrote this play in 2016. So, so I had a response to an incident, and I was like, that was a really kind of like nuanced response that I kind of was like, why did I act in this like sense? And I thought that I wanted to investigate that. And I thought that a way like to do it was to write I'm about politics I'm at, at the same time. Mm. And I was really, really conscious that I wanted it to be about women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can how like women like and I feel that people assume that women will react better if they are uh, have to, I guess this will be phrased awkwardly you know but like women genuinely have to be the people who answer for other people's bad actions most of the time I think and they need to often explain why men have acted in this way and they need to explain why they've responded to men acting in this way and that has always felt weird and bad and not a cool expectation is that do you mean like how like I'm just thinking of that Russell McVeigh thing where it's always the women who are the spokespersons for Russell McVeigh yes, because yeah. they won't be the bad guys. Yeah. But also that's um, a pressure that's put on marginalised communities in general. Like you yes. you have to be the bigger person, especially if you don't have the power in most situations. Yeah. Mm. 
the reasonable one, right? And yes, yeah. It's like, no, 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 it's fine. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. have to be like yeah. calm and I need to act like I have acted wrongly, not like someone has acted against me yeah. wrongly. Yeah, yes. which is a bizarre yeah. standard. Um, but yeah, I wrote this in 2016 and it could have uh, happened in, I think, 2017. So mm. how the play could have opened, I think it would have been the same like day that the Weinstein things like came out. That little thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It's a small thing. No, but so it kind of, it strangely, I think it would have been too hard to watch in that mm. like time. We were all just like, whoa, something is happening now and this feels like a huge moment. And I think like now that are people like are maybe ready for like more nuanced conversations like about, we've had some time and we can look back and yeah and i think like the play really really handles like how do we act when a friend has done like an intentionally really hurtful thing and like how do we actually handle it like in our own selves and in our own kind of spaces mm. so the scope of the play is really big but actually what it's it's going to keep coming back to this really personal thing yeah mm. because i don't think the play would happen if you flipped the genders maybe that's really sad if Midiyama's character was a man yes if you flipped the two leads right it wouldn't happen because men. people wouldn't accept that they oh, wouldn't want to see that story i don't think that men would necessarily act that way right, either right, yeah, yeah. Right. i don't think that people would find that believable which right. is another sad thing yeah wow. uh, that like and would not take ownership yeah. for someone else's mistakes or yeah. try and fix them yeah it is it's unusual to watch just women handling something this play Life. comes down to you and Bray pretty mm. much and i i feel like a power struggle over something between two women is rare when like ultimately what happens to and between the men in the play matters but the buck stops with you guys. Yeah. Mm. Is it? I. Th I. Th are you saying that you don't see, you don't see that on stage. You don't see women dealing with that stuff sort of out in the open or something. Because I feel like we do deal with big crisis all the time, and in, in women theater. do. No, oh no! Just, oh my god! Completely. Right. Of course. In real life, of course. Yeah. I just, right. But on stage. Mm. In positions of power. Yes, yes. Where the stakes, where things are visible, yeah, right? Like yeah, it's, it's yeah. not a, it's twisted rather than like really domestic in its yes. setting. Yeah. Right, yes. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I can say that I don't play those roles very often. Yeah. I know you've only just started. Mm. Right, but it will have been in your head for a while. Yeah. And obviously, Sam, it's been in your head for a long time. Mm. Has there been any sort of resolution or any conclusion as to how women deal with the problem of, I don't know, women deal with sexual assault happening to their friends? I haven't had that talk. So I'm interested in actually having that talk with like the audience mm. more than I am with Sam or say... People Sam is the, the director. Yes. No, 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 no not myself. It's <laughs> 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 like, so I'm just really interested in seeing just how people like actually like who they kind of side with mm. in the show since like i have a very 
strong view of who I morally side with mm-hmm. and then like realistically what I would end up doing it sides very differently with how those two leads act do you think mm. it's going to make people think about what they would do in this situation themselves absolutely yeah I think, so. I think yeah I mean I don't think it provides any answers or that you'll leave the show going right I know how to deal with sexual assault now or anything like that what I think what I think it is doing is um getting you really inside the stakes of of an event like that mm. And it does make me think of, you know, when that thing happened with the Labour Party. Yes, Which that's right. came yeah, after yeah, you'd written yeah, the play, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Which happened like... What, what, what is this? There was a um, camp. Um, oh. Yeah, so a young Labour camp happened maybe last year. Interns had been uh, assaulted by somebody in the Labour Party, I think. But it, it, and it wasn't... Yeah. It was very similar yeah, yeah, yeah. to what you'd written and it yeah. happened after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very strange how, like... A lot of things have happened that are very similar to what happens in the show uh, mm. like after that I've written it. Mm. Maybe it's, you have a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> a really bad one as well. <laughs> Write a play where we all make money, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> done, done. <laughs> done. Um, that's Roger Hall, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. But um, um, isn't that called zeitgeist? Like when you write about exactly what's happening mm, yeah. and you hit the moment as the moment is happening. Yeah. And yeah. that's exciting. I yeah, mean, it's really yeah, exciting yeah, yeah. to do it's a play v- where you're, you are right inside the middle of the, of the storm. Yeah. Uh, it'll be very interesting seeing how, how an audience responds to something written without knowledge of events, even though they have knowledge of those events and how that shifts how the play is received. So, so hence I've changed it very, very slightly after events. So it seems not like it's a response to those events. And do you think that's going to help people focus on what you're really trying to say in the play rather than keep, you know, comparing it back to? Hopefully. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, because I don't think that the play is a response to any specific event. I think it's just about how like we as people deal with events and how... We judge how women handle these really high stakes events and how like that's kind of shit, how Mm. people expect so much more of women in the play than they expect of the two like men in the play. Yeah, yeah. Who are just just around. Really? Really, yeah. Just there. Yeah. Do you think people are scared? This is a question for both of you. Do you think people are scared of angry women? <laughs> um, are people scared of angry in a, women in a different way to to why they might be scared of angry men? Yes, yes, I think they are. Yeah, I think that at the point you know, I've really I've watched that with friends since this Me Too thing has happened, and you know that there is a tip that we've reached a tipping point. And my my female friends who have reached that tipping point out on the street, you know, standing at a bus stop when they finally go, do you know what? You have no right to do that to me. Mm. People don't like that. Men don't like that. I don't think people know what to do with that. Yeah. Is it just men or is it women? I don't know if... I think it's women. I think it's mm. other women as well. Yeah. Mm. I think we know how to deal with angry men. I am, we know what it I looks am like, like mm. scared of this, so mm. I will, will avoid this. Mm. But, but yeah, it's like... And we don't know how to deal with angry women. So we haven't seen it. Mm. We haven't 
learned how to like register that as a like actual response. It seems to me, I feel like it's, there's something about a woman getting really angry about something that's happened to her. Mm. And this is similar in a similar way to how the Me Too movement has made everyone feel like it just triggers things for people in their own lives. Mm. You know, it's going to trigger things for men that they've done when they were less when they knew less than they did now, mm. than they do now. And it's going to trigger things for women that they told themselves were okay. Mm. You know, I just feel like if, you, if you're going to say that something isn't good for so long, which is truly acknowledging how angry you are as a mm. woman at all the things that happened to you, mm. then when you see another woman go there, you just, you think about your own life. Yeah. And that's what that, that's what that campaign has done too, right? Mm. It's just triggered, it triggered. So much so for so much. many people. I mean, yeah. my first response to that was, um, no, nothing's ever happened to me. And then to actually think about all the things that have happened to me and how I don't even register them as an event. Mm. I mean, that that for me, that was the most revealing thing, was that um, we are so conditioned to being unsafe mm. that we don't even register those things as being hurt or being... And that's out of necessity as mm. well. Yeah. Because you have to, to go and do the same job the next day. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, or go for a run. Yep. <laughs> you know, just the basics, not mm. being safe. Damn. And I just feel like there is a moment in the play where we, that gets unleashed. Oh, we, we rehearsed it yesterday. Ooh. That boy. What's. You know the speech, that big speech. That big speech. Come for the speech. <laughs> <laughs> Come for the come for yeah. the actors, stay yeah. for the speech. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm excited about seeing how that speech plays with an audience, full house yeah. of people. Hopefully, a full house of people. I am gonna be. I'm gonna be like holding up a candle and like shaking my fist. Yes. Yeah. How health yeah. and safety, but that's fine. Okay. <laughs> just screaming, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We were just we were saying yesterday as as Brie was rehearsing it, what we want is for women to stand up out of their seats with spontaneous applause. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah. write? Did you write it with that in mind, or like, how did you write that speech? What a how I do just you do that? just remember seeing my mother, who I was a very very old school like feminist, whose way of practicing that was by being the best a woman that she could just be. So, so like she thought that she had to be the best and the smartest in the room to even be like counted and seeing her just act like that society had very very low expectations for her so she just lived to exceed them as yeah heaps uh, yeah people don't expect anything of you you get to be in quite a dope position of proving them fucking wrong yeah (laughs) yeah and just seeing how she used feminine things to really kind of show herself as a strong character helped a lot just like seeing um someone a turn perceived flaw like i mean to a strength is like such an inspiring thing it's really sad and hard no no but it's so inspiring seeing someone turn that against all of society i guess Mm. i love that Mm. who's gonna who's gonna love this show um, who's going to love this show? Salad. It'll really 
inspire people like who like are not keen on theatre, who really like a good Netflix show. Listen to national radio. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Very much for someone who wants their shows to be fun and make them think. I would take your mums along. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a very fiery mum show, I think. Mm. I take your boozy friend along. Absolutely <laughs> as well. <laughs> Absolutely. All my friends are my boozy friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm here, frankly. <laughs> I I mean when I'm rehearsing it, there are those moments where I imagine young women getting out of their seats and spontaneously applauding if not combusting. Um, That doesn't mean it's a show just for women, but I really can't wait for young women to come and see this this play. I'm also really excited for older men who will come and see it and will hopefully think it's about taxes and it's about how I pay too many rates. (laughs) And and it's like, no, no, it's about women. Mm. So so I have to Mm. sit here for like two hours and just... Deal with that. Yeah. But also in a way that they might quite recognise. Like they probably watch West Wing. Totally. Well, yeah, and you I know? go, I go. Would Winston Peters come to the show and love it? Yes, I think he would. Yeah, I think so. Yes, I think he would. Would um, hopefully would would, <laughs> would Kitty Tapu Allen come to the show and love it? Yeah, yes, she would. Absolutely. You know, and that that is quite a range in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I think it's a show for someone who like is keen to have um, a conversation after the show as well. Mm. It's a yeah, yeah. It's a fun thought. Filled and I ho- hope it makes people angry. I hope it makes like someone out there like just hate me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If That's one person <laughs> leaves a show <laughs> no, hating. hating me, <laughs> yeah. my I work is done. done. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I hope that it like it actually like it. Someone who, yeah, yeah. Is Polarizes. Just so her, yeah, yeah. They're going to be uncomfortable because of what they have to think about now. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. And all Sell the young women are coming theater. out like, yes, yes, <laughs> let's change the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really want to know what you hope men aged, oh gosh, 18 to 65, uh, going to think of this show. What do you hope they will take from the show and what do you think they will take from this show? Mm. I think any opportunity for men of any age to see women in power, they should take that opportunity and this is an opportunity to see women in power. Um, I hope that they listen to these women and get up out of their seats and want women to take those places that they see them taking. Yeah, I I don't hope that they're afraid. Yeah. I hope that they go, fuck, yes, yes, it is time. Amazing. So I hope that men from ages 18 through to 65 come and see the show and like maybe for the first time, who knows, see two very smart women on stage talking about not men. So are they talking about having to deal with problems that are caused by men and how they handle that in an emotional and rigorous way mm. and see how those conversations actually might take a place in the actual existence and their own lives and just go, like, oh, yeah, that's what 
happens sometimes. Also, just shout out to the fact that it's two women of color doing it because yeah. I think for me that's particularly energizing. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Isn't that cool? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm very, very stoked about that. Yeah, yeah, man, I love that. Why not? Why should we not all be inspired by this? Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much. That was Thank you, so Sarai. fun. Thank I you for so coming much. to my house, you guys. I know. This is amazing. I <laughs> Sorry so we fun. interrupted your cake making. Yes. <laughs> it was supposed Sorry. to be for you. It's fine. <laughs> amazing. You, you guys are missing out, not me. <laughs> True. It's a fact. True facts. Thanks again to Sam and Miriama for chatting to me about this awesome new show. Burn Her opens August 2nd at Q Theatre and is part of the 2018 Matchbox season. For more info and tickets, go to qtheatre.co.nz.